What up, y'all? Welcome to the Don't Fret Podcast. My name is D. Fretter. I'm a poet and musician from just outside of Vancouver, BC, Canada. And one of my favorite things to do is sit down with other creative types and talk about life, what they do, why they do it, how they got to where they are, how they look at the world, and other sort of like deep philosophical conversation topics like that. So, so this is a podcast where I do just that and I share the conversations with you. This week on the podcast is my friend Emma Alves. Emma's a singer-songwriter, producer from the greater Vancouver area, and uh, we know some of the same people, and we got connected through like TikTok and Instagram, and uh, at the time of the recording, we didn't know each other super well, but we've since become like pretty good friends, and she's really awesome. In this episode, we talk about her album, Up Late Writing This, and how she self-produced it, and how she got into music, and her process, and we cover a bunch of other cool topics like that. So... Yeah, so without further ado, let's get on with the episode with Emma and me, D. Frederick. That's my name. Um, you know, I just realized one of the funny things about I guess you is that I found you found you um I came across your TikTok you did like a duet with I think Thomas Ung okay yeah 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 you were singing about how you like used to pretend you were a pixie and now you like or you wrote songs about pixies and now you pretend to be one or something yeah and I was like I was like oh that's kind of funny and I was like yeah she's really she's got a really nice voice and stuff I was like yeah I'm gonna follow and then, Thank you so much. Oh, no worries. But then, like, I think a couple weeks, like, less than two weeks later, your name was on a poster for a gig with This Is Isabel, who's, yeah. like, the homie. And I was like, what the fuck? This Emma Alves is from here? That's weird. I didn't know that. Like, I was super shocked. And then I texted Isabel, and I was like, yo, I didn't know that this girl was, like, from the same place as us. And she's like, yeah. She's like friends with a bunch of your friends. How have you never heard of her? And I was like, oh, oops. That's so funny how that works. It's such a small world. Yeah, because I, I guess I it just didn't occur to me that you would be local. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm like, probably from like America or some other place. I don't know. I just somewhere, yeah. Yeah. yeah same with you I think I saw your name on TikTok first and then uh, I started seeing you all over like Instagram because I think you know like Alexis and and everybody and I was just like oh my yeah. gosh what a small world it really is your f for you page <laughs> yeah 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 exactly it was kind of funny right but uh, usually I start the podcast by going first and foremost who do you want to shout out who do I want to shout out um you know what I'll go with Alexis she's so great I think she's got oh my an album, or I think she's almost on her album. She was mentioning, um, yeah, she's so great. She's the best. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna double that shout out. Shout out to Alexis Lynn, yeah. friend of the Don't Fret community, friend of D Fretter, one of one of the best friends of D Fretter. Oh, that's awesome. Full confidence. Um, yeah, I think she's done her album, but we're not talking oh. about her album. We're talking about you. <laughs> we're talking about you and your music and stuff um she'll get her episode don't you worry yes um, i kind of thought so <laughs> but uh you just you're almost done your album right yes yes i've been working on it for quite a long time um but finally i'm i'm 
come into the last couple recordings and I should be done. Ah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. How did you get started in in music? Like um did you grow up with it or is it you pick it up in high school or Yeah, whatever? kind of like both, I guess. I um my dad was really into music. So he played all the instruments, so I just had access to that as a kid. So I would just kind of teach myself how to play uh guitar. I did take piano lessons and voice lessons, but uh through having all those accumulation of instruments throughout the years, I just kind of picked it up as I went along, joined high school band and then it just kind of evolved when I was like 16 into like recording uh my own stuff. So yeah. Cool. And you kind of, you do it all, right? Like you write, sing, produce your music yep, and um, like mix it and everything, right? Yep. Like, is that, um, is that in any way, shape or form in, inspired by guys like, um, like Owl City or John Bellion or um, like those dorm room sort of college kids? I don't, I don't know any of them who are women. I'm sure they do it oh, too. Yeah. I just don't know them. Uh, it's funny you say that. I've met a lot of uh, like female producers through TikTok. But anyways, um, you know, I didn't even realize that they produced their own stuff. I used to love Owl City, though, like at, when I was younger, like I loved um, I can't remember what his name is. But uh, yeah, he was great. Uh, I'm also I'm honestly inspired by like just a variety of I can't really name like one person that gives me inspiration. It's just like a vibe that I if I come across it, it's just kind of, it influences, like, I guess how I sound, but, and that, that'll tell, like, on the album, like, all the songs are, like, randomly different, like, it, it's sort of cohesive, but, like, not at the same time. I think that's sort of, like, the cool thing about music nowadays, right, and we love to see it, because genre has sort of evolved from, like, a click to more of, I always think of them as, like, ingredients or, like, spices, mm. And each artist nowadays is kind of like trying to make their own jambalaya, their own gumbo type of thing. You know, you want to throw a little bit of R&B, you want to throw in a little bit of reggae, maybe some folk. I would never do that, but no, I've done that, but <laughs> I'm never doing it again. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, ugh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, need to, <laughs> I need to hear it. <laughs> oh, it's up there. It's it's out there. It's Actually, oh, it's one of my most popular songs. It's just, I hate it so much. Yeah. I don't hate the song. I just hate the way it's recorded. Okay. Well, it, we grow from our from our past experiences. It's all growth. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I just did. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and this guy was like, "Oh, well, we should do this," and I was like, "Okay." And then it came out, and I was like, "This isn't really what I wanted," <gasps> but uh, I'm out of money, uh, so there's not much I can do. Yeah. <laughs> or I got, you know, it felt like a waste of thousands of dollars but enough about me let's get back to you um what's the can, what's the vibe you know what's the, who's passing the vibe check i can give us a little idea i want to see if maybe there's a a through line that we can pick up on mm, like uh people like inspiration inspiration wise yeah like inspiration yeah. influence wise like because you say there's um like a vibe so I'm, I'm guessing there's probably like some sort of a quality in maybe it's powerful lyricism mm. or certain melodic tendencies or something like that yeah so i'm just curious like if you could name a couple that you really like like these aren't necessarily your favorites but like who are you listening to right for now? sure for sure um her if you've ever heard of her i'm sure you have she's oh yeah. brilliant um tash i think yeah definitely tash um let's see who else 
Uh, of course, SZA, although she's really mainstream now. But, I mean, that's amazing. Um, who else? It's hard for me to pinpoint. But, yeah, those would be along the lines of who is really inspiring me at the moment. I'm sensing, like, a big... Uh, uh, well, I'm getting big feminist energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, these are... well. The one I know the best is her, and her is somebody who's always striving to sort of carve her own, or like like almost bake her own pie instead of waiting for someone to give her a piece mm-hmm. of theirs, you know. And so, you know, and I, I see that you know if you're somebody who makes your own music and you know mix masters it, you're somebody who's like baking the pie. You're not. You're taking that creative control into your own hands, which I think is really cool. And yeah, ever since I got on TikTok, just going a little further back to something you mentioned, um, I have become more aware of like female producers. Um, It's just that like I didn't know them until I got on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Apple Music or Spotify, they're just going to recommend shit based off of the shit you listen to. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you like Mike Posner in common? Well, here's all these guys, you know, mm-hmm. but they're all dudes. I listen to too much, too many straight white guys are in my playlist. Eh. Well, a lot of people I start do. to feel kind of guilty. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was actually talking. It's funny you say that. I was talking to uh, someone about that recently, and I was just saying, like, it's interesting how with some um, industries we are more, uh, I guess, intentional with, like, um, who we uh consume from but like with the music I feel like it's a little bit different like not as many people like I don't know are intentional with their listening habits I feel like but just what I'm thinking I don't know (laughs) I mean yeah that's actually really interesting and I would I would agree um it's something that I'm just slowly becoming aware of like um during like the Black Lives Matter movement I noticed something about me. I'm like, you know, I don't really listen to as many black artists as I would like to. And then I think maybe felt like I should. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's really interesting. And I'm like, I kind of wonder why. And, you know, I think it was like a melodic tendency that you find a lot more with like, I guess, white hip hop pop guys. They tend to have this kind of melody and I just kind of like it, you know? Yeah. I wasn't in a frat, but I lived in a men's dorm, and uh, it's a lot of frat rap, like uh, like (laughs) Mike Studd or Mike Posner or like Asher Roth, and those aren't like my favorites. I just mean like it's kind of that sound, so then I was just like, oh, you know, like for somebody who, you know, is committing to anti-racism work and feminist work, I'm like, I don't really reflect that in what I'm consuming in my music. Mm-hmm. that's a little not hypocritical but like you got to dive into that a little bit it's interesting you know? for sure yeah i mean um are you are you after making this uh what's the word discovery are you sort of like trying to be more intentional with who you're listening to like are you because i know you've done some youtube videos shouting out like queer artists um and there was a fair number of people of color on that list or those lists so is that something that you're like actively doing now like being more intentional with the listening yeah I think um for a while like I would 
I think I would do it without even realizing like I was trying to do it like especially with women um just because I know like women are very out um numbered in comparison to male in this industry so for a long time it was just focusing on women but again yeah with the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that like I just realized um you know black people created this entire industry really we owe all these different genres of music to them and um it's just it's something that I try to do now and I uh, I just yeah I don't know I, I I'm trying I guess I mean we're all trying yeah. so and we appreciate we love to see it um that's cool though and what was I mean I don't want to get too serious or no, whatever no. but like the Black Lives Matter movement happened it like the wave really started to take off pretty much a year ago from when we're recording. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've heard a few people kind of talk about their, like what's going on internally during that wave, but can you speak to that at all? Like, was that an eye opening thing? Was this one of those moments where you're like, I've been saying this fellow white people, like what was going on? Uh, you know what? It was definitely an eye opening uh, experience. And uh, it's unfortunate that it had to be that way because, you know, people have been going through this for a long time and um i hate that that big of a movement had to be that um stepping stone for a lot of us to kind of um realize how big some of these issues are um and yeah yeah it's i feel there's a lot of guilt um because you know i haven't been as aware of how i'm contributing to these issues in the past but i'm glad that we can use that as even saying that I'm like I, I get kind of anxious talking about it honestly just because I feel like I'm I'm so privileged um but it's it it's unfortunate that that had to be the stepping stone for a lot of us but um I I'm, I'm committed to you know learning more about it and um uh you know dedicating more of my time to to be an ally well, I appreciate you recognizing, you know, your privilege. I think that's a good step towards growth mm-hmm. and a good step towards making like positive change for, for, for everybody, you know, because mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, I've been the black guy in the group my whole life. I've been the black guy in the group in my own household kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so you know, most of my life, people didn't believe me. And when I say most of my life, I mean, people still don't believe me about like the racism that I've had to deal with, like here in Canada. And, and anytime I've been in the States, I've been like scared for my life. Wow. And everyone's like, well, you're, you're bugging. And I'm like, no, like, wow. you see some of these kids in the news, like they look like me, but just like maybe half a shade darker, maybe mm-hmm. some of them, I'm darker than them. You know, it's like, it's going to happen or it could happen. And they don't care that I'm Canadian. Like they'll, right. You know, shoot first, ask questions later. But, you know, I've had a lot of heavy conversations with people, not on this podcast, but just in life, because um, that would be a a really unfun podcast um, where it there's a lot of people just kind of not ready to acknowledge their privilege or acknowledge that they're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I don't want to say thank you, but I do want to just, you know, give you a rose for, hey, you're doing the work at all. And that's that's a big change I've seen in people around me. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I, d- I don't even want you to say thank you because I just don't even feel like I, I deserve a thank, but I appreciate the, the rose, so. <laughs> Good, so there will be no thanking <laughs> in this episode. Perfect, awesome. Um, there might be a few roses. <laughs> so going back to, like, you and your music, do you do other, like, art forms for fun or, hmm. like, do you, I don't know, do you write? a short story here and there or something, or do you paint or draw or maybe some other kind of hobby like Sudoku? I don't know. What what do you do to restore Um, your soul? Sometimes I paint, not too often. Um, I have like a little art journal that I've started. Uh, I think I saw a whole bunch of people doing it like on TikTok and Instagram. And I was like, this looks so fun. So I just like cut up pictures of me and my friends and like collage them together. Um, But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for art forms, I guess. Yeah. A lot of time just dedicated to the to the craft, yeah. To the to the chase and the dream. What is the dream? Like you know, what is the dream? You, you know, like are, are we talking like headlining Coachella? Are we talking big big studio producer? Like wh- what's what's the goal? You know, I'm not going to say no to headlining Coachella. Of course, that would be <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> but um, for me, it's really just finding. Um, a place, you know, in my career that, that, you know, I, I'd like to be able to make a living, uh, even a small one off of, off of what I do, just so I'm not stuck in some nine to five job where I'm not happy and I'm not doing something that, um, you know, that is for me. Um, so whether that means, you know, performing around the city and making, you know, small money or whether that means being a major success and 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 touring all over the place which honestly I want that more than anything but like I'll I'll take I'll take whatever comes my way right on right on I like that answer and I appreciate your honesty I think a lot of creatives try to kind of softball themselves Mm. yeah like when they're trying to tell other people about their dreams because you know like we know that they're unlikely like we know that they're kind of out there mm-hmm. you don't you don't got to tell us but we're like someone did it to us once doesn't matter what it was or what the career was with acting comedy music poetry doesn't matter yeah. and someone told us that we're probably gonna fail and that hurt that fucking hurt mm-hmm. i still remember alexa not alexis alexa Still stings. Still stings. Still stings. Come on, Alexa. What the heck? Yeah. That was like 11 years ago. Damn. I know. It's, st- it's right here. Oh, no. It's the <laughs> no, worst. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's like further back. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't usually think about it. I was just thinking about it now because <laughs> it's like, oh, she's like really telling the pod like, I'm going to do it. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And it's like, I respect <laughs> that because, you know, even – with fellow creatives sometimes like you know i just i just love music you know and i'm like yeah but like what do you want bro like (laughs) like what do you want to do like yeah reach for the stars because even if you miss you're up in the sky bro like tell me what you want and I, i feel like the dreamers need to be more courageous in their articulating the dreams because there's there's dream big but you got to big up your dreams as well Mm. i don't know like your your 
half fairy. Is that right? Oh, You're yes. Half fairy? Yes. So, like, you know about magic and all that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You, know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, magic and the universe conspiring with your dreams, but you got to, like, be about it and all that. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm trying to manifest it. So. So, like, where are your wings? I'm joking, by the way, everybody. I, she's not actually half fairy. Don't, what are you talking don't about? Yes, I am. um you know funny thing so uh i was shooting uh my upcoming music video and um we were gonna have this scene where i'm like floating and um so i'm behind this like green screen standing on this box whatever trying to like make it look like i'm in the air and um the visual effects artist was like oh yeah so once you're in the air then we're gonna put the wings on you and i was like oh i get wings he was like yeah why not and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) yes (laughs) so that's awesome i know right (laughs) were you like really into fairy tales and stuff like that as a kid is that where like the fairy thing sort of came from i think so i think it was more just me and my friends being like i have this magic power what do you have let's play fairies you know that kind of thing um and then naturally i would write songs about that kind of stuff but yeah right okay okay that's cool that's cool yeah Having friends and all that, no, no flex, <laughs> I guess. I'm just kidding. Me, I had friends. Okay, as well. good, good. <laughs> I had a solid like five or six friends. Yep. When I was ages four to like twenty four. I mean, the uh, it's it's quality, not quantity. Yeah, they weren't great. Oh, uh, oh no, <laughs> they, they were just available. Um, and that's fine. Like. Whatever. I think uh, when you're younger, you kind of do just kind of work with what you have. And sometimes it's really good and lifelong. And sometimes it's, man, I haven't spoken to that guy in like 15 years. And that's probably better that way. Yep. If you remember, I don't know. The, I don't, have you ever been noted? Like, have you ever been recognized on the street? Because like, this is like Vancouver area is huge, but it's also kind of small. Yeah, yeah, I totally get what you We've mean. Been rec- yeah, I got recognized on the street, and this girl, like, uh, she runs up to me. This is like 2018, so like pre-COVID type situation. She runs up. She's like, "I know you." Oh, and I was like, "Okay, okay, um, that's not scary at all." Nope. She's like, "I know you from childhood." Oh my! And I was like. Huh? Childhood. I was like, you look my age. What do you mean? I don't. I don't know who you are. And she's like, we used to play together. And I was like, huh? What? I I totally didn't remember her at all. And she like told me her name and stuff. So I like texted my mom and I was like, yo, does this name ring a bell? And she's like, oh yeah. Um, me and her mom were friends, oh. and I would bring you over to their house sometimes. And she would throw stuff at you. Oh, nice. And you hated her. And I was like, oh. That's why you don't remember. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I've really got lost in all the drugs. And I was like, oh, cool. Neat. My mom and I are very candid with each other sometimes. Nice. So um, this isn't even your first podcast. I've been a lot of people's first podcast. That makes me sound like a podcast hoe. But (laughs) you actually like host your own. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? For sure. It's called Mind Edibles. I do it with one of my best friends, Kayla. Um, we were camping, and um, 
Kayla always when she gets drunk. She's like, we should start a podcast. And um, <laughs> I, I never drink. Um, so I'm sober and I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll start I'll start brainstorming topics. And the next day I'm like, here's here's a whole list of topics that we can do. And she's like, oh, oh, OK, sure. So I'm pretty sure she might have been joking, but I took it literally. And uh, here we are now. <laughs> cool. What are the like? So mind edibles. I assumed that it was like a podcast centering on psychedelics. Is that not true? No, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like food for thought, but like oh, a little. Oh <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? We actually got featured in this like blog post. It was like best podcasts about like marijuana, and I was like, oh, that's okay. You definitely have not listened, but that's okay. <laughs> That's that's awesome. No. I I feel kind of I don't know what does that say about me because I was like oh cool they talk about mushrooms that'll be an interesting thing to go in on. Eh. <laughs> it would be interesting. It would be interesting for sure. But uh, you know. But I guess if you don't drink, you probably don't do a ton of psychedelics. Um, I'm not gonna say no. Okay, but like I said, a ton. <laughs> okay, not a ton. <laughs> like a little a metric ton of psychedelics, you would die. Yes. I would die. Any everyone oh, would yeah. die. That's Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah. What a way to go. You'd probably would you see even some notice? Stuff. Yeah, would you even notice? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> but um Oh man, that's sorry. I'm I'm like half embarrassed and I was like, Oh yeah, drugs and then just didn't even Oh no, it's all good. <laughs> no, you're not so the first. Like, like, cool, cool. Your friends are like, Oh, I didn't know you were, were down like that. Yeah. Like, down like what? <laughs> Um, so it's like, you know, just you and your friend, like, kind of talking about whatever. Pretty much. Philosophizing. Pretty much, yeah. Making some jokes. Yeah. Right on. Right on. What's your favorite instrument to play? Ooh. Uh, that's hard, actually. It kind of varies. Like, I feel like I go in, like, different, like, modes. Like, I'll, I was playing for piano for years and years, so, um... My first thought is like piano, but lately I've been playing a lot more guitar and um, I learned how to play bass for this album. So I'm really loving the bass too, um, which is really cool. But yeah, it's hard to pick. That's cool. <laughs> well, yeah, because like I've listened to your music and it's like, you know, the singles that have come out, I guess, in, in the wave leading up to like in the most recent. Yeah. The most recent wave or whatever. Um, I don't know what the. You know how, like, artists have, like, seasons now? Yeah, I feel that, yeah. Like, a collection of singles that could have been an album, but they want to keep that release excitement going. Yes. It's more like, it's more like they have chapters of, like, the next year or so, they're going to drop, like, six singles. That's kind of what I was referring to, but I've listened to it, and it's all, I was like, wow, she did this all, like, herself. That is dope, because it sounds like, you know, musicians that, like, a, I would be like, that's a competent keys player that's a competent guitar player kind of thing thank you i appreciate you know, that you have like good taste and sense um so i don't know it's just it's not like i don't know if i'm sounding condescending no 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 well because you know there's a way to spin this where it's like oh this guy is so impressed that this woman can play all the instruments and I'm like no i would be impressed with literally anybody doing that because i can do one instrument maybe kind of <laughs> no it's all good it's all good i totally get what you mean though okay good yeah yeah cool 
Um, what? So there's bass being brought into this album. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get a little funky, a little reggae. What, what are we? What are we expecting here? Reggae? Uh, not reggae. Um, not that I have anything against reggae. I just don't feel like I can pull <laughs> it off personally. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Um, maybe some like R and B mixed with a little bit of hip hop, which is you know very new Thanks. for me. Um, are you rapping? Uh, you know, kind of. I'm not gonna lie, kind of in one song, but mm. like kind of not. Like mainly, probably not. <laughs> sort of like that that line between like singing and rapping that's really big. Yes, yeah, it's like singing with yeah. like a flow, sort of. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that sound. I like it. I like it when people do mm-hmm. that. That's a cool. That's cool. I'm looking forward to. Can you tell us a little bit about like? Is this collection of songs, is it thematically tied together? Does it tell a story? Sort of. Um, the beginning half of the album definitely, definitely does. Um, Arch Enemy is the first track on the album. And um, oh, okay. yeah, so it kind of sets the scene. Um, and I address some like toxic, you know, people in my life. And then um, I guess there's this transition um, and it's it's a little lighter and then back to dark <laughs> um that was that was horrible that was a horrible description <laughs> um <laughs> but it sort of tells a story it sort of does like i think if you yeah it's yeah. not a concept yeah. album but if you listen to it like start to finish you would kind of be taken on a journey of like low high low definitely yeah 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 sort of yeah, yes sorry. that's i like that you know because sometimes people really want to end on that high note that like that happy vibe mm. Or they're very self-indulgent in their sadness, but you don't get a lot of, like, there's some happiness in here, but it is mostly not happy. Yeah, yeah. You seem like like mo- like a relatively happy person or, like, a upbeat, sort of optimistic type of person. Hmm. Are you, does that not resonate? Like, um, I say that, and you're like, eh, I don't know where you're getting that. Sort of. I think I'm much happier now that I'm uh spending more time on music but you know i've dealt with depression and and anxiety is a big one i deal with a lot of uh a lot of anxiety um so i'm 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 content for sure um Mm -hmm. but like anxiety is a huge like factor in my life like i'm anxious 24 hours a day (laughs) that sounds that sounds tough how do you how do you manage like do you do meditation or yoga or anything like that to uh I don't know, center yourself or ground yourself in, in the moment. Sometimes I've been trying out, uh, yoga and meditation more often, but, um, uh, one thing I do is like breathing exercises, which helps like, uh, Mm. not only with my like vocal cords, but it also helps to like kind of center me and like, um, stop my racing mind a bit. Um, that helps for sure. But, uh, music definitely helps as well. Right on. Do you have like, a playlist that you'll throw on or do you mean like playing the music and getting into the music helps with the anxiety oh yeah like playing music um like creating Mm -hmm. music it kind of like takes me out of uh everything else that's going on and i can like focus more on like one thing okay kind of like in the movie soul yeah exactly (laughs) i watched that i was like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i I feel like that was definitely like a musician's movie yeah yeah i love Uh, that movie I really like I understood that feeling a little bit, but 
I don't really get it through music. So then I was like, uh, like, oh yeah, I totally know this feeling. Yeah. And I'm so close with so many musicians that I was like, yeah, I've seen them kind of be in this space before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I get, I get what's going on here. I was like, wow. It's yeah, it's interesting for sure. Cool. So do you do you get a feeling like that, like doing something else? Yeah, um, it sucks that this is the way that I am, but I I think I get it a lot just from like performing my poetry. Oh, that's awesome. But I like I guess yeah, we don't really like a lot of the people that I've interviewed. I have some sort of like previous relationship with, like we're we're TikTok friends, we're Instagram yeah. friends. We've never yeah. hung out. So, like, primarily, I'm a poet. I think a lot of people would say that I'm a musician because professional poets aren't really a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Like, you're more likely to meet a race car driver than a professional poet. Yeah. But I'm, I've am i always been a writer first and then a musician, like, second because I've always been writing. But when I started writing, my friend was like, oh, I really like your lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that's what I was doing. <laughs> Guess I better learn how to play an instrument if I'm going to be doing lyrics. Okay, then. Guess I better steal my sister's guitar. Uh, this is mine now. Learn a chord. <laughs> and that was, like, how I started. So, like, I kind of, like, I did music for a little bit, but I, like, really hated it. Oh, okay. Um hated it is really hated it sounds like every moment was miserable but it was more like you know pursuing a creative path is a grind and I kind of knew that I didn't I didn't really want to sacrifice what it takes to to quote-unquote make it Mm. like the the 10,000 hours I was like I gotta do 10,000 of these for this thing yeah I don't want to do that because I really just love the writing. Right. And then, you know, the the popular poetry wave kind of started. I think it's just starting, mm-hmm. personally. So, like, you know, you've got Rupi Kaur, Atticus, as, like, big, um, like, multi-million followers on Instagram type of um, poetic influencers, I guess, and they're both from around here. And then there's, like, the Poetry Bandit, and all these other like successful people who who've done it through poetry and I'm like oh this kind of fits more because mm-hmm. I just like the writing I still like playing music and sometimes it's fun but it doesn't put me in the zone right. like in the movie soul so it puts me in the zone is like getting lost in just the writing and um when is this coming out I guess I can say this kind of loosely but I'm also like working on a novel oh wow and I get lost in the world it's like it's like i'm writing it but i'm kind of just watching the world unfold and i'm just jotting it down oh wow and that's kind of how i feel really lost very cool thank you yeah that's awesome so but when is that when's that coming out can you say or no well no because i haven't oh finished yeah, I'm finished it. yeah okay all right <laughs> I, no, I haven't finished the novel like at all <laughs> take your time, take your time. No need to rush. But yeah, some of the best novels take like ten years to write, so I'm not in a rush. I don't think it'll take me ten years because I'm not going for the best, but um I think it'll be part of my well I don't know what the book equivalent of discography would be, but like I've got plans for some other like 
literary type project. So, hmm. um, it'll be amongst that kind of thing. That's very cool. Um, thank you. Yeah. But my fans are going to be very confused. We're like, but you just dropped just like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's just because it was a banger and I didn't want to let it loose. Exactly. Or lose it. <laughs> that's awesome. I can still that's write awesome. good songs, guys. It's just not like, I'm not trying to headline Coachella. Right. Unless they want a spoken word artist at Coachella, then I will totally do that. Coachella, if you're listening, I know you're big fans. Um, I will do that. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> so we will both, we're both open to headlining, just so yeah. they're aware. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Squamish, you want us as well? We'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we can figure out a combo set. I'll do some poems. You sing a song. Totally. Whatever. Totally. You know, um, yeah. I've seen some people put their poetry like on Spotify. Um, and I remember that yeah. being a thing. Um, I, I, it, I'm sure it still is. Um, but uh, I just came across it. Sorry, came across it like a little while ago. And I think that's so cool too, just to like listen to it. Like I really um, enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my, well, actually, no, I wouldn't say that they're uh, an influence, but I get compared to this poet a lot. Their name is Andrea Gibson, and they've got like many albums of spoken word put to music oh, wow. on Spotify and Apple Music. It's beautiful. It's devastating. If you're an intersectional feminist, you should probably go check out Andrea Gibson on Spotify or Apple Music, um, especially if you like poetry because oh my goodness maybe i'll just write that down done some so far music sets as well um which i, I think is really funny that i get compared to them because i'm like uh if you were to look at us you'd be like no i don't see it at all because they look super different but um i get like oh this is like andrea gibson through the lens of Kanye West. I've gotten that like four times. Very interesting. And I'm like, that is truly bizarre. Because I wouldn't even say I, I'm a huge Kanye West fan. Interesting. I'm like, I like late registration, graduation, yeah. um, 808s and heartbreaks, that kind of era. Mm -hmm. But then after 808s and heartbreaks, I think he started to say some things. And I was like, I can't, I can't separate the art from the artist too much. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I mean, feel I'm, that. I'm like that with everybody. Yeah. You know, like certain actors they have a scandal or they say they tweet something terrible. I'm like, I can't really fuck with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They use the same way? Yeah. Yeah. To my knowledge, if some if somebody said some some weird stuff, it it changes for the experience definitely as a consumer, as a listener. You're just like, eh. yeah. Yeah, like that. What was the the rapper who like he was on trial a couple of years ago? I think he passed away. Or he was he didn't pass away. He was murdered. Oh, uh, is it Takashi Six Nine? No, no, I think he's oh, still oops, alive. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Um, oh, uh, X. Oh, X X X Tentation Tentation. Yeah, yes. Tentation. Tentation. Yeah, like, because he was huge. Like, he had numbers that were kind of, like, on Spotify that were rivaling Taylor Swift. I'm like, yeah, but it's pretty obvious he beats women. Yeah. How are y'all okay with, like, and, you know, I'd seen, like, women paint murals of him. And I'm like, but he beats women. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to judge 
you know, I, I never want to be that guy, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't really wrap my head around supporting someone who is directly oppressing a demographic or a person that fits in the same demographic as you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, a TikToker says the N word and they're not black. I'm not following. Yeah. I'm doing that not interested option. You know, I'm just like, uh, uh, never want to see your face again. Yeah, exactly. What do you think of TikTok? Ah, I have mixed feelings about TikTok, honestly. Like, I I love it, and uh, it's also very bad for my mental health at the same time. <laughs> Me yes! too. Oh my goodness! Did like when the notifications? Like, I don't even have the notifications on, but if I open it just to like see what's popping, I get all these like, you know, this number, and it goes up, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. Because, like, TikTok feels kind of like the Wild West compared to Instagram. Definitely. You know, like, I don't really get a ton of, like, you kind of have to know who I am to find me on Instagram, I think. Mm -hmm. Or, like, have heard of me from someone else. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, TikTok, it's like, it could be anybody. Yeah, totally. I've gotten, like, some racist, racist comments and some... I got one death threat. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I I didn't take it too seriously because it was in my comment section. Yeah. I was like, oh, you ain't even going to DM me? Like, come on, man. God. If you care, like, do the effort. Yeah. Come on. Wow. Uncool. Oh, boy. It's it's crazy how much people could just, like, hide behind their screens. Like. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. No profile pic and then user, you know, like. Zero zero five five seven nine kitty kitty lick lick. Yeah, I'm like, um, that's probably actually a username for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's it's kind of gross. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so between the social or amongst the social apps, are you more are like more on Instagram or YouTube or what? What's your what's your poison? I love I'm loving YouTube right now. Um. Yeah, I don't really watch TV, so I think YouTube's my main, like, source of long-form entertainment, besides, like, anime. Um, But, uh, yeah. yeah. You watch Hunter x Hunter? I love Hunter x Hunter. Yes, that's one of my faves. Killua's my guy. Yes. uh, Low-key, I want to get, like, Gon and Killua tattooed somewhere on my arm. Really? Oh, my God, do it. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it. Um, I just... You know, so many things in a capitalist society that I'm like, ooh, shiny, ooh, shiny. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. I want that. Oh, wait, I can't afford yeah. either of them. <laughs> yeah, I want it all, and I can afford none of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, who do you watch on YouTube? Like, who, who, are, your, who are your people? Ooh, I love, um, uh, let's see. I have a horrible, horrid memory. Um, I watch... Uh, Khadija Mbawe, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Uh, T Noir, um, Cody Ko. Uh, yeah. yeah, I saw you talked uh, to Madison Gifford about Cody Ko. I love Cody Ko. He's so entertaining. Oh yeah, he's he's the oh man, he's. I love Cody. I and Noel. I love Cody. Yeah, and Noel. Noel's great too. Yep. Yeah, my buddy. Um, I sent I sent like. 
when I first kind of found found out about him, I sent my buddy like a link to their videos. And he just sends one back. He's like, "Oh, this is just us, man." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "This is just us, but like skinny." Uh. I'm like, "Oh, that's funny." Oh man, which one am I? And he's like, "Well, you're definitely the like racially ambiguous guy." And I was like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> I'm the funny one. I'm the funny one. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I love when um, they just have such great I like video ideas. Like Noel when he does the weird DMs, those are so funny. Oh yeah, and it's like he just needed the premise, and then the audience kind of does the the heavy lifting yeah. for him, and they love that because they want to be in on the joke, which I think is mm-hmm. great. And, um, yeah, and Cody and Kelsey, like, the stuff that they, they do together or, like, that they do independently is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, shout out Cody Co, Noel Miller, Kelsey Kreppel. Who who else do you do you watch? Who else do I watch? Uh, Lainey Ozark. Um, who else do I watch? Uh, oh, what's her name? I have forgotten. Emma Chamberlain. I actually don't watch Emma Chamberlain. That's okay. Me neither. No. I, I was just guessing. <laughs> just a random name. <laughs> I was just like, who? who's a person that I know does YouTube? There's a bunch that like, I find really annoying. That's fair. And I'm like, I don't... Like, no shade. But I don't understand why there's millions of people who watch Liza Koshy. Yeah. Or Gabby Hanna. I'm like... I just or David Dobrik. Oh my yeah, gosh! Fuck David fuck Dobrik. Fuck David Dobrik. Honestly. Um. Yeah, I can, yeah, I like, can, I can agree with that. Like some, sometimes I look at the people who have uh, cultivated a following, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's really interesting to me. Just you know, whatever social media app we're talking about, or, or I guess. I guess YouTube's not really a social media app, or if it is, it's more focused on the media than the social. Yeah. But um, you know, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. It feels like some of the biggest followers, or the the people with the biggest followings that aren't like a list celebrities that are just also on the internet, kind of like almost reflect the worst in all of us. And then people are like, oh, I resonate with this shittiness or this douchebaggery no. and so that's why they get the follow yeah but then you get like sweethearts um and it's the opposite where it's like oh you reflect like the most wholesome parts of me yeah or like whatever there's that couple on tiktok that they both have like a million and they're just gonna like m- you know make jokes about each other and Aww. stuff like it's it's really sweet i I don't remember their names at all. Name something? Name? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I not know she's, sure. She's blonde and she wears a lot of baggy sweaters. Oh, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Does the guy have like curly hair, kind of short hair? No, it's not no. curly. He's like, I think he's biracial. You think he's part Asian? Okay, I think, I yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, this I've made some grave assumptions about who these people are, but um, that's okay. But I really like, I, I see their videos from time to time on my FYP. I'm like, that's cool. Yep. I yep. don't like it on TikTok, but I keep going back and I'm not sure why. You just don't like the app as a whole? 
Uh, I, yeah, I guess no. I, like as I like the funny videos, and then I like some people like giving insights on things like intersectional feminism mm -hmm. and um, the deconstruction of Christian faith. Right. Uh, so I want to laugh, and then I want to really self reflect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to chime in with these discussions on intersectional feminism or deconstructing and or decolonizing something. Mm -hmm. And that is where I've, I've either I've made a bunch of enemies or it's just like an overwhelming amount of people that are like commenting. And they're basically all just saying like thumbs up. And I'm like, right. I don't like all these notifications, which sounds like a dumb thing to complain about. But what I'm learning is that, boy, I hope I never go viral because I won't handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I can I could totally resonate with that. Like, I think one of my videos did like sort of well. It had like a thousand like comments. And um, I went a little insane for that day that I was like trying to answer everybody. Like it like got to my head for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I knew the video, but I think uh, it was me just talking about how like there's like I just wanted to meet more like female um, artists and like producers, and then uh, yeah, I remember yeah. that one. I remember that one. Yeah, I commented. Yes, thank you. <laughs> no worries. I was like, oh, you got to check out Tiandaland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's she's dope. It's funny though. She's like, um, sometimes like she goes live and she says my whole. I guess stage name or whatever. Mm -hmm. This isn't really a stage name, but she always says D fretter. And I keep being like, you can just say the letter D like just, Oh D what's good. Like, I know it's, I know you're talking to me. Yeah. And you don't got to say D fretter every time you say my name. It's very formal. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It feels formal. Yeah. It's like, you know, like it just, just D is fine. Or, you know, Deezy. You can call me Deezy because, like, D and Easy, you can do that. Nice. Um, don't do that. That sounds okay. stupid. <laughs> I feel like I couldn't pull that off, but D D works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, every, that's what everybody calls me except for um, my mom's. Oh, all right. Good to know. And I guess my dad. Well, no, he calls me D about half the time. Hmm. So it's stuck. Stuck with him. Stuck with him. But, like, my mom's, they... You know, like like either one of them, they're just gonna be like, no, like your full name is Bleh, and we're gonna call you. Bleh. You're right. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I can't argue with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you raised one of you me. You raised me. The other <laughs> gave me life. There you go. <laughs> all right. I mean, you did a crap job. No, I'm kidding. <gasps> I'm kidding. So, you know, you talked about, you know, you won't say no to headlining Coachella. Oh, yeah. But you're you're kind of happy to just be able to do what you love to do and, and not worry about your next meal. And I think that's a beautiful sort of like spectrum yeah. for yeah. source, God, the universe to work with um, or Buddha. You know, you know, I don't know. who. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever people believe yeah, in is totally, totally good. Oh, yeah. We didn't even we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> so many like, topics. What's with God, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you believe in? Hmm? <laughs> Yeah, so like do you, you know, is our is this is this the matrix or is it yeah. you know 7 days? Are we Whatever. in a simulation? No. Is that the I right mean probably, probably but who cares? yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We'll know when it's too late. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. 
like no matter what the answer to those questions that I don't really think need to be answered is, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. know when it's too late. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so never mind all that. <laughs> but like, what's something? This is probably a heavy ass question, but like, like what's something that you kind of hope people get from your music? That is a heavy question. I'll have to think about that one. Um, I just hope somebody that listens can, you know, relate in some way or another. Um, with Arch Enemy, I was talking a little bit more of of a little bit more of a specific situation. Um, and with that, I just hope like if somebody's listening along and they reson it read it resonates with them in some way um just to know that they're not dealing with experiences like that alone is um something that uh is comforting to me and that I I I would hope and I like to to think about um to put it bluntly it's about just like sexual coercion and like toxic abusive relationships um so I kind of dance around that topic a lot when I'm talking about the song, but uh, if somebody does listen to something like that and and doesn't feel like they're as alone, that would make me happy. You know, I wasn't going to ask that question, (laughs) but I'm really thankful that you answered it. Anyway, I was like, I kind of want to know, but I'm pretty sure I know, and I don't want to, like, you know, take you somewhere you don't want to go because it's your story it's all good but you know thank you for sharing that and and i definitely hope that well that's a it's it's fucked up to be i definitely hope somebody resonates exactly Um, but i I I get the people who would resonate fine yeah it's the same thing like um i have a song called dear brother and it's about one of my best friends who like kind of had a hand in raising me Mm. Um, he passed away in a car accident. So I wrote this song basically being like, um, it's been years and I'm a wreck. I'm still a loser without you kind of thing. Um, cause that's definitely how I felt when I wrote the song. Um, I still feel like a loser, but I don't blame his absence now. But, um, I remember like a week after it came out, I started getting emails and DMs from people just being like, I just found this song on Apple Music, shout out Apple one time. And they were like, you know, my brother, uh, some people were like, my brother died like two years ago. My brother died 10 years ago. And then a girl was like, uh, my brother died Friday. Oh my gosh. And then I found this song on Monday. So I don't know how you knew to drop this song when you did but I'm so glad you did. And I'm like bawling my eyes out because oh. like, even though I'm not super passionate about, I guess the music side of being a musician, the fact that somebody heard me, saw me and saw me in them and then decided to show me them, show, show themselves to mm-hmm. me. Like that's a cool connection and art is really powerful that way. Definitely. So it's like, you know, if that's kind of something that you're hoping to get from, art i think that that energy is like people can feel the energy that you write with i've said this before on the podcast um so i think that's a beautiful thing so thank you for answering that and um you know taking us there of course thank you for sharing sharing a little bit about your song too oh yeah no worries i mean my whole ep chapter one is actually just about grief oh wow okay um, wow. 
it just doesn't sound like it is because um, when you're sort of like an upbeat person who uses humor as a coping mechanism, nothing you do can really ref- – no, actually, I can't – I'm not going to say that so generally. I have this thing where I have been really sad most of my life, but I've never been able to articulate how sad I am because it all kind of, every art piece that I did was just a little too laid back or a little too upbeat. So everyone's mm-hmm. like, man, this is so chill. You know, like I, I have a song about like an abusive relationship and I've played it at shows and people are like, oh, I just want to take that song to the beach and just vibe out. I'm like, you want to vibe out to my trauma? Nigga, that's hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so that, like my whole EP is basically about the grieving process and and feeling lost. Okay, well. But uh, you guys don't have to listen to it. It's old and uh, probably got some new shit either out or on the way by the oh. time this episode comes out. Or just keep listening to this podcast because I like this way more. Um, yeah, you seem like you can do a variety of like outlets almost. Like I feel like you'd be well-suited for a lot of different like things. Some people have called me the Asian childish Gambino. Very interesting. Because I'm, I'm part Asian. They didn't just like. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they didn't just, they didn't just like pick Asian because I'm not dark skinned. It's like, I'm black and I'm Malaysian. Okay, very so. cool. I mean, it's it's all right. You know, it's it's all I know. Right? Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't switch from being Irish to this or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool that you like know, um, like you know your heritage, I guess, or your, um, yeah, heritage, I guess, is that the right word? I'm not sure. Um, but is that that's the wrong word, isn't it? Uh, what? Well, uh, mm, I see. The thing is, is that I do know my heritage, but I th- I think you meant ethnicity. Yeah, yeah, just your, like, background, I guess. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know a little bit, like, very little. I've never met my biological father. Okay. So um, I've had to sort of try to fill in some gaps, but there's a huge gap, and, like, I don't know much about my black heritage, I guess you could say. Like, I don't know the family that I'm from or anything like that. I know his name but my biological mother was like yeah i'm pretty sure everything he told me about his past and himself was a lie so who knows i was like "Mm, this is helpful yeah that's difficult yeah and yeah it was a little tough but you know you move forward and and your origin doesn't dictate how the story begins doesn't dictate how it ends Mm -hmm. or doesn't have to yeah so you know, like, and I was raised by a couple that definitely did their best. Um, you know, like there's, everybody's got issues and whatever, but they did their best. And, and my adoptive dad, he at least wanted to try to be my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will be the first to admit that he didn't do a great job, but he tried. Yeah. So, he, you know, he signed up to do the job that somebody else didn't have the balls to do, so. Man, I made this so much more about me than no, about you. No, no, it's Keep a convo. In the conversation. No, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting to know you more. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this too. Are those Pokemon cards on your wall? They are, yes. Oh no, one has fallen down. Oh, you can't see that oh, one. Damn. It's fine. 
But they are. Yeah, I'm not going to judge. That's cool. So you you like in anime anime? A bit. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. Haven't always been, but yeah. Okay. So this is going to be the third to last question. All right. But uh, can you give us the top three anime real quick? (laughs) Top three anime real quick. Okay. Um, Hunter Hunter is amazing. Um, I really love Death Note. Um, What's Erased is such a good anime. I think it's so like underrated. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, that was three. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, let me just go through the whole catacombs <laughs> of my memory. I don't know a race, though. I might check that it's out. Add just, that to my. Yeah, it's just like a one season. I think it's on Netflix. Um, and it's about this this uh guy who um sees his mother is like um murdered and um. Oh, I've left out the most important part. He's like a low-key, like a little time traveler. So he like anything, anytime something like wrong happens, he like time travels to like a few minutes before the incident. And then like he has to like figure out or he's come to realize that he can like figure out what went wrong and kind of like change the fate of the anyways. Anyways, it's good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look that. I'm going to look for that. And uh, cool. So we're at the second to last question. All right. <laughs> Technically, this is actually the last question. Okay. So, <laughs> as you know, this podcast is called Don't Fret. So, if I offer you the situation where you can travel back in time to visit a former version of yourself, could be as young as five, could be as old as, I don't know how old you are, so I'm going to say 21. I was 22. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's got to be younger than you are now. Yeah. Okay. Um. And you get to tell yourself not to worry about one thing. What's that thing going to be? Uh, probably just proving myself to others. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good answer. I like that. I like that. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on to the show and, and talking to me for for like an hour. Thanks really for having me. Time. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope everybody uh, enjoyed listening. Cause I think this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find you on social media? If they want to like say what's good. If you want to come say hi, please come say hi. <laughs> I like talking to people. <laughs> um, my name is Emma Alves. Um, you can find me pretty much anywhere with my name. My last name is spelled A L V E S. Um, much for listening to this week's episode of the don't fret podcast if you like this podcast uh please rate it and review it wherever you happen to be listening i know a lot of people say that but it really does help with visibility it lets people know that they're not making a mistake by tuning in and it helps the podcast grow and if you want to support the show even further head over to patreon.com slash dfretter for bonus content we're going to do some community stuff pretty soon and uh, it's, it's a good time over there. So come on in and join the Don't Fret Club. And if not, no worries. I'll see you next week. Peace.